Hello everyone, my name is Lou and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Falls Physiology. Thank you for tuning in to the episode covering the muscles of the arm and forearm. We just finished um, identifying the, uh, the name of an action of the muscles of the neck and back. And now we're going to cover the arm and forearm, starting with the triceps brachii. Um, so again, from the previous two podcasts, I um, made a, a fun tip um, that if you look and think about the name of a muscle, it can help you figure out where it could be located and what it's about. So triceps, tri means three, and there's actually three um, sub-muscles of the, the triceps muscles located on the posterior part of your arm. Um, and brachii means arm in Latin. So it's the three muscles underneath your, um, your, on your arm, um, sort of underneath your biceps. Um, and they function to extend at the elbow and extend and adduct at the shoulder. So it's working on both the elbow and the shoulder. Like if you were to do, um, a reverse push-up, you know, if you put, a desk right behind you and you try to lift up from behind it, you're extending at the elbow. And then let's say you want to do a um, behind-the-scenes bicep curl. Well, you're actually going to be working those triceps, and that's going to be extending and adducting at the shoulder. So the triceps brachii extend at the elbow and shoulder, and it also adducts the shoulder. Next, we have the biceps brachii, biceps meaning two, and there's two sort of portions of the, or, or two bellies, so to speak, of the uh, muscle located right on anterior on your arm. Um, and this is the muscle that most people commonly flex to show how strong, if they are strong, or how, you know, how strong they are. Um, and so that's kind of part of what it does. You flex at the elbow and the shoulder. Uh, just think of a push-up, um, and you also use it your biceps to hold soup, so it supinates at the forearm. Next up, we have the brachialis. So, for most of you who may not have known, there's also a little muscle in between your biceps and your triceps called the brachialis. Um, it's sort of sandwiched in between them. You know, um, gotta have balance, and they function just to flex at the elbow. Um, so if you're like shaking hands with somebody, you're going to be flexing your elbow, going to be shaking it up and down. That's one way to remember your brachialis. It's right in the middle and you're shaking hands with somebody. So you're just flexing at the elbow. You're not doing any major workout like I've been making you guys do for the biceps and the triceps. You're shaking hands with somebody as if I were meeting you for the first time and you're flexing your elbow as the action for the brachialis. Next is the brachioradialis. So this kind of gets into the forearm muscles. And I know the forearm muscles are really tough, but just stick through with me and we will get through this. Um, so the brachioradialis has one action, which is the same as the brachialis. So if you remember the, the action for the brachialis, then you'll remember the action for the brachioradialis. And it functions to flex at the elbow. One way to identify this is that um, as soon as you kind of finish the bicep muscle on the arm, you'll notice that there's this V division. And the big muscle that's, that's more uh, lateral in anatomical position on your forearm 
um, is the brachioradialis. And it might help to use this as sort of a landmark muscle when you're trying to differentiate from the extensors and the flexors of the forearm, which we're going to get into right now. Um, so there's a mnemonic that I found recently to kind of remem help remember the flexors of the forearm. And just remember anything that's anterior flexes, anything that's posterior extends. So the muscles on the anterior portion of the arm in ant anatomical position is going to help with flexion. Um, and so getting into that new mnemonic, again, keeping in mind that the brachioradialis is going is to help function as our landmark muscle for figuring out the forearm muscles. Um, still staying an uh, anteriorly in an anatomical position. There's the next four muscles have this mnemonic. Pass, fail, pass, fail. PFPF. Pronator teres. Flexi carpi radialis, palmaris longus, and flexor carpi ulnaris. I know that sounds scary, but we're going to get through this. So, remember how I said that the biceps um, cuts off at the forearm at, the, at a V? So, that muscle that's cut in between the brachioradialis and that long one that cuts up next to it, there's a short one, and I, right above that is called the pronator teres. And that functions to pronate the forearm. So that one's really awesome because it's sort of in the name. Um, pronator deals with pronation, so it pronates at the forearm, pronator teres. Next up is the supinator. Now, soup is something that we like to drink, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, eat, and sometimes we might sip it. Um, and it gets deep in our belly, so it's deep to the brachioradialis, meaning that you'd have to peel off the brachioradialis in order to see your supinator. Even though it's going to help you hold the soup, you know, think of a, a bowl with a lid on it, it's, it's deep in there. So you definitely have to peel off the brachioradialis to get to the supinator, which, like the name suggests, supinates the forearm. And you have two things that kind of work on the forearm. You have the pronator teres and you have the supinator. Next up, we have the flexor carpi radialis. So, like the name suggests, it flexes. <laughs> um, and the carpi, so it's going to be at the wrist. And radialis, radialis is located more laterally to you. So what's lateral is going to deal with abduction. So like the name suggests, flexing and abducting at the wrist, and that's what the flexor carpi radialis does. And then if you look at the next muscle located right next to it, you know, as, as we continue, continue um, laterally, um, is the palmaris longus, and that also functions to flex at the wrist. Um, and just remember that pass-fail, pass-fail mnemonic. That's really going to help you remember this. The next is the um, flexor carpi ulnaris, and that's located more along the ulnera, uh, ulna, which is our muscle that's more medial to us. And so, like the name suggests, flexor, it's going to flex. Carpi at the wrist, and ulnaris, it's more medial, so it's going to adduct. So it flexes and adducts at the wrist. That's the flexor carpi ulnaris. And then next up, 
is the other side of the forearm. So we did the we just finished the anterior portion and it kind of flows from the ulnaris, we're still in the ulnaris, but from the anterior to the posterior side. Now that we're on the posterior, we're dealing with the extensors. So it's kind of like if you were to lay your hand flat on a desk, you're dealing with the posterior parts of your forearm. And that's going to be your first up is the extensor carpi ulnaris after we just finished the flexor carpi ulnaris. Um, if we continue moving around the arm in a, you know, this sort of clockwise rotation or direction, it'll kind of help you um, understand the the series or the the directionality of these muscles. Again, using the brachioradialis as a landmark. So we're dealing with four extensors here. We have the extensor carpi ulnaris, and like the name suggests, it extends carpi at the wrist and the ulnaris part. Well, remember the ulna is closer to you, so that's going to adduct. So it's going to extend and adduct at the wrist. That is the extensor carpi ulnaris. Next is the extensor digitorum. It's sort of like one of the biggest muscles um, in the forearm on the posterior side. It's your biggest extensor. And it sort of is like what the name suggests. This is why I actually like the forearms muscles. Um, extensor, it's going to extend. Digitorum, your digits, your fingers. So it's going to extend at the interphalangeal joints of the hand. Remember to put the hand in there because... There's also an extensor digitorum in your leg, albeit the name is also called extensor digitorum longus, but that deals with the interphalangeal joints of your foot. So remember, it's the extension of the interphalangeal joints at the hand, hence the name extensor digitorum. Next up, we have the extensor carpi radialis brevis, and lastly, the extensor carpi radialis longus. Both have the same function. Um, one is just shorter than the other. The can you guess which one is shorter? You guessed it. The radialis brevis. Brevis means brief. It's shorter. Radialis longus. Longer. Longus is longer. It's going to be longer. And it's exactly also like how it looks. So the radialis longus is um, going to be longer than the radialis brevis, and they both function to extend, hence their name, extensor carpi, radialis. Whether it's brevis or longus, they're both um, more lateral uh, in the forearm. So what's lateral is going to usually abduct, abduct. So they're both going to extend and abduct at the wrist. And then using that brachioradialis as a landmark, the next major forearm muscle after the extensor carpi radialis is that kind of almost lateral muscle, and that's the brachioradialis. So that kind of sums up the forearm muscles. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps. And stay tuned for the next podcast where we're going to cover the muscles of the hip and the thigh. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. <laughs>